This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey, we do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back, clutch your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. For those that do not know, I started a manifestation and elevation podcast with my very good friend Rampage. She's actually been on the podcast before and her episode is called Get Tapped In if you want to hear a little bit more about her. But you guys should listen to our new podcast called Lick It Like a Lollipop. We definitely have a lot of fun over there. It is very positive friendship vibes, but we are taking negative mindsets and flipping them around and showing different perspectives and showing how to manifest and elevate your energy to get things that are meant for you. So make sure you guys go and listen to Lick It Like a Lollipop, the podcast available on all platforms. As a reminder, if you are wanting some merch, you can go to www.covenofrejects.com and get merch there. You can also book readings with me on covenofrejects.com. And then if you want additional behind the scenes segments like true crime and witchcraft and the histories of witchcraft and dark goddess folklore and education and so much more you can go to patreon.com slash coven of rejects everything is listed in the description below select tiers also have behind the scenes access to lick it like a lollipop podcast extras and you guys are going to get the full length interview videos as well as additional bloopers right now for this week I have, for the first time ever, dropped a Lick It Like a Lollipop full-length blooper video that is available to every single tier. And then those of you that are on Patreon, depending on the tier that you're on, you actually also get some mentorship with me in the form of readings. I don't want to say free because you guys do pay for Patreon, but you do not pay additionally in order to get your cards read. So please pop on over to Patreon. If you've never done it before, you don't really know what it's about, I really suggest that you sign up for the Beginner Witch tier and you go through old content and see what we have to offer. I really put my heart and soul into the Patreon platform, and I work on giving daily things. So I do collective readings and so much more. Please hop over there. Everything is linked in the description, but you can go to patreon.com slash coven of rejects. With no further ado, we are going to get into this week's episode. I had the honor of talking with Travis Beck. 
I urge you guys to go and follow him on TikTok because the vibe is there. The energy is amazing. And we actually had such a good time on this podcast that I'm going to be ordering some of his product from him. And then Rampage and I are going to interview him on Lick It Like a Lollipop in the next few months because I just want to get to know so much more about him that we didn't have time to cover on this episode. I do want to give you guys a little bit of a heads up. I had a little lag on my end, so there are times in this episode, listening back, where I can tell that I talk over him. I apologize about that. I hate when I hear people talk over each other, Um, but the message, the vibe, the everything is still going to be here for the episode for you guys. I just want to acknowledge that it definitely sounds like I'm cutting him off at some points, and I'm not. I meant to give him his time to speak. (laughs) So here is Travis Beck. Hello. Hey, what's going on? It's working. <laughs> I figured out the issue. So I had my microphone access blocked for Safari, you know, because everybody's always listening. Oh, yes. So I had to undo that, but I'm here. You're here. I was like, um, well, I'm not really sure how to handle that situation. So hopefully <laughs> it fixes itself. <laughs> I got you. Well, thank you so much. I found your page, um, I believe, a couple months ago and I started following you and... I just think that you're super positive about things and you have a way of educating people and sharing an opinion without tearing others down. And I am so loving that whole energy about you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time, you know, being negative about things. So recently I only started my TikTok like three or four months ago. So you probably found me not long after I started my TikTok. Wow. So I haven't re- yeah, so I haven't really been going for that long. You have a really good flow and a very good energy when you're talking to the camera. I think sometimes it looks really forced or people look uncomfortable. And you don't seem uncomfortable about the message that you're trying to portray or anything. Yeah, actually, when I first started my TikTok, so I'll give you a little back history Yeah, uh, real quick. So I actually used to make YouTube videos back in like 2013 YouTube days. Um, so I had had like a bunch of following on there, but short time after that, I realized like that wasn't really for me. I didn't think that I would ever see myself like in front of a camera again. It just wasn't really like, it didn't seem like something that I was going to need to do at any point in my life again. And then, you know, I got into the whole like spiritual journey and all that. And then I started my shop with my best friend and she was making TikToks. And so her TikToks are doing really well. And she was like, you should get out there. You should do it. Um, so I started it. My first couple of videos were like super uncomfortable. Like you could tell that I didn't know where to look. <laughs> I was like, I was mumbling my words and things like that. So yeah, I definitely try to be positive and come across like nice to listen to, I guess. And I really like to educate people. So it actually makes me very happy that you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Yeah. No, I think you're super educational. I I love, so <clears throat> I was looking at your um your page last night and cleansing your dog I thought was the ki- what's your dog's name his name's Ace he's a Shiba Inu oh, I love it he is yeah. so cute and you're like don't forget to get under the paws he really doesn't like when I touch his paws so I'm gonna <laughs> skip that part but you should do it <laughs> yeah he does not so the second you touch his paws he starts growling and that's about it so he'll let me brush him I could sit there and I could brush him for an hour two hours he loves to be brushed but once you touch the feet he's like sorry I'm out <laughs> um you also 
you also were telling people about using deodorant that has essential oils in it. Can you talk about that a little? Absolutely. Um, so I'm very conscious about, I'm, I'm also trying to not say um as much, so I'm going to try to catch myself. That was one thing that I picked apart about myself when I first started TikTok also, was the excessive use of um. Yeah, but I feel like, where where do you live? I'm from New York. You're from New York. So I feel like places where, like, I'm from California, and we say oh, okay. like and um all the time. And then <laughs> the various, I've just learned with guests, I feel like when you come from bigger cities where you are used to talking quickly with a lot of different people all the time, uh, I feel like we tend to do that more with our speech. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So... <clears throat> What was our track? Where, where were we starting? We were talking about oils in the deodorant. <laughs> right, in the deodorant. Okay. So I've always been conscious about kind of the stuff that I put in my body. And then once I found out about like all the aluminum and all the chemicals that are essentially in deodorant that actually goes right into your like lymph nodes in your body through your armpits. Mm-hmm. Sounds a little gross, but um, so then I had switched to like all natural deodorants and stuff like that. And then I came across the Arm & Hammer one that I've been using. And that one actually... It really surprised me because I didn't realize why I was using that one, but I think there was like a subconscious thing where like I had picked that one out because the first one that I was using was rosemary and lavender, which are both two herbs that I love to use in my shop and for a lot of the stuff that me and my friends make. Um, And then I was like, oh, okay. And then I had found another one that had juniper in it and juniper is something that we also like to use. That's great for protection. And we also use it in a bunch of our stuff, like our uh, car spell jars and car spell sachets. It's good for theft, so it can like keep the robbers away. <laughs> yes. So you don't get you don't get pickpocketed if you're wearing your special deodorant. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, rosemary and lavender are my two favorite scents combined. Pretty much every I because I I use a sugar scrub, um, and I've recently started doing this. We went to a goddess festival. And this little apothecary there had these really nice sugar scrubs and they have oils in them as well. And she said that she specifically uses them to rub off all of her deodorant and like detoxify that whole area and then put nourishment back in with um, like the cocoa butter that's in it and the um, uh, the oils that are in it. And I just thought that was really cool. And I was thinking about that in the shower because I had showered before I started watching your page and just thought that it was so like divinely timed to come across about the deodorant when I watched that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually, I'm a sucker for a good uh, sugar scrub. So if you let me know where you got that, if I can get it online. Yeah, I absolutely will. I'll send you over um, the company and everything. I love that you just said that. I love like connecting people with things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a sucker for a good scrub. I love to feel like I'm just scrubbing the negative energy off of me. Yeah, I'll get you hooked up with that. And then I'm definitely going to want to talk about your shop too, because I I texted you yesterday and told you, I want to be a part of like helping people get in contact with your products because the energy that I get when you're talking about the shop and when you're walking through and doing videos and you're talking about restocks and you're like educating people on different things. I love that entire energy and the education on it. And I'd love to support that. Yeah, absolutely. It makes me very, very happy to hear that. I try to be educating and I also don't try to force my products on people. That's why 
I'm also, I'm still one of those people that I still post about things that I don't even sell and I have no intentions on ever selling, but I'm just not going to only talk about the things that I sell. I'm still going to talk about things that, you know, are important for people to know and stuff like that. Like that. Did you see my video about the magic book by Kyla Little? Crafting no, I which, didn't. I don't know. Yeah. So <clears throat> I had made a video on this book a couple weeks ago. And this is a book that I've had for a while, well over a year, you know, it was in stock when I posted about it. And then I had posted about this book and then the first day went by and it had like a hundred thousand views. Then the second day went by and it had like 200,000 views and it was going up and up and up. And then this book was sold out by like the end of the first day. So, you know, when you'd like make a TikTok and then sometimes it won't like do good for like a while. Yes. Yeah. So then by the time it was like doing well, everyone's like, this book is sold out. You were talking about a book that was sold out. And I was like, guys, it was there when I talked about it. And then there was a shop in Salem that uh, sold the book and they actually sold out of the book. So then they commented on my video. And yeah, so I try to incorporate things that I sell, but also other people's stuff as well. Well, listen, you're going to have to write your own book if you're just going viral as fuck and selling out other people's books. Well, I come to find out that for some reason, TikTok doesn't like when you talk about your own products, but they absolutely love when you talk about other people's products. Isn't that fucking nuts? Yeah, it really is because I have like a lot of beef with some things that I pick up that I learn about TikTok. Yeah. And some of the stuff is just like wild. And I try to explain it to people and they don't really get it. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm banned for three days because I talked about something outside of my niche. <laughs> I um, duetted, so people were sending me, this lady had made some kind of dessert and she had, um, she'd shaped it like a pentagram. And so people were like, you should do a reaction on this because just what she was doing was nuts and it looked disgusting. And so I duetted and I was like, at the end, I was like, no, that looks really gross. I would never eat, like, I don't understand the point of it. And the video got taken down for bullying and harassment. Interesting. And so you can't even say you dislike food on TikTok, but there can be like, you know, naked under 13 year olds on there and it's totally fine. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. But the other day, my friend posted a video about other waters like Florida water and other alternatives that they have, like the orange blossom water and stuff. And I commented on the video and I wrote a heart with a bunch of water droplets. And then I got my first violation because apparently you can't put a heart with a bunch of water droplets because they think it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> just making it drip in the comment section yeah exactly so then i was like all right this is my first this is my first violation and it's from a lousy a lousy comment with three emojis come on you're like shit i would have gone all out if i knew this was gonna happen to me <laughs> yeah i would have made a grand exit <laughs> so your florida video or your florida video your florida water video the other day when you were in your car had me dying i posted it on my instagram <laughs> would you explain florida water for people that think it's water from florida okay so florida water is actually a spiritual cologne that's made with i think it's i believe it's mostly alcohol uh but it's made with essential oils so it's great for cleansing i believe that's what a lot of people use it for mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and i actually didn't like florida water when my friends first started using it i was like i don't like this i'm not really into it and then it slowly grew on me and grew on me. And now it's like one of my favorite things ever in the whole world to use. And it's also great at bringing in prosperity and abundance because there's a lot of citrus in it. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't realize that about the prosperity and abundance. Yeah. Citrus I, is really great for that. 
I did know about citrus, but for some reason I wasn't thinking about citrus being inside of Florida water when we were talking about it. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. Would you tell me about your, how you started your shop? I know that you started it with your best friend. Yes. Um, we started our shop in March of 2021. So just about a year ago. And we had actually started with just rollerballs. So back in the day, these are already been taken down from our website because it was like, it, it was like that product that got us started, but then we were like, all right, this isn't really the move here. Um, so we started with rollerballs and we started with these crystal rollerballs and there were rollerballs that had crystals in it, but they also had mica, which is like shimmer, like Ooh. glitter almost. So <clears throat> we were making rollerballs. We were making like a rose quartz rollerball that I was like, looked pink because it had shimmer. And then we had like a Moldavite one that was green. And then as we sold some of those and started bringing in new products, we also realized that we personally like rollerballs that you can see the herbs and the crystals in. And when we were making these rollerballs, you couldn't see the stuff that was inside. Um, <clears throat> so then we had switched to our rollerballs that we have now. Um, and then we just started expanding. We started making sachets, spell jars. We started getting in crystals smudge sticks no white sage um and then we actually just recently started to carry bracelets and what we have now is our next drop is incense surprisingly we've only had two different variations of incense and that was dragon's blood and frankincense for the past couple months uh, but we have a huge stock of incense coming out soon so we've just grown over time and it's very easy to grow a business when you're super passionate about it Yes, I agree with you because yeah. you don't feel like you're working. You feel like, let me share this thing I'm so passionate about. Yeah, so it was like we would both work our normal nine to five jobs. And then it was like, you know what? I don't mind putting another six hours of my day into this because it's something that I genuinely believe in. And it's being around products that I'm already purchasing for myself anyway. Right. So it's like, so it's really great to be able to come here and be like, oh, okay, there's a recipe that I want to make at home. So I'm going to need this, 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 and this. So if something really works for you and you like the energy, do you just add that into your inventory and share it with others? Uh, yeah, essentially. <clears throat> we try not to carry anything that we don't actually personally use or like. So we were a little picky in the beginning. And then we were like, like, for some reason, I have something against white halite. I don't know why. I just don't vibe with that crystal at all. So I was like, no, we're not getting white halite. And then we have white halite now. So some things. I'll let slide, but we try to carry mostly things that we know that are good and we know that we use and things that we are able to explain to other people so that they're able to use them as well. I think that's really important. And then it kind of helps you, I feel like, with the energy in your shop too, because everything that you're being surrounded <clears throat> with, you don't have an area where you're like, ooh, not so much for me, you know? Yeah. And then I also didn't want to be one of those people that's like selling people something that I truly don't even believe in. <laughs> <laughs> There's also that too, because I feel like you can get negative energy off of financially profiting with things that you don't spiritually align with. Exactly. Gosh, I wish that more people understood that. You know, I, I think that people talk about karma a lot and bad energy and things, and they always associate that with somebody doing something to them. But I think that a majority of negativity that affects you is because of shit that you're doing with just selfish intent. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. There was a long period of time where, so I was always a photographer and a videographer. 
So I had gone through a period of time, like doing jobs that I didn't really want to do. And, you know, taking gigs that just didn't really seem worth my time. And that was like the time in my life where just, I felt like everything around me was just draining. Yeah, that makes sense. I would, if you're open to it, I would really like to pull some cards for you. You were talking about crystals and I have my crystal Oracle deck right here. And then I just, I don't know. I feel like really inclined to give you a reading if you're open. (laughs) Uh, You would actually probably be one of the first ones to ever. Would you be comfortable with it? Uh, Sure. I'm open to it. Okay. I just have, I'll, I'll make it light. I just have this crystal deck and um, for some reason, while you were talking about like crystals that you align with, I just felt like there's a crystal to recommend. I always do a, um, I always do a protection circle before I start interviewing anybody, just because, um, I feel like we talk about personal things sometimes that come up, like your, your craft and like what you do with it is really personal. So you're already in a circle of protection here. All right. I pulled out two. So the first one that pulled out was Tiger Iron and then Citrine. Interesting. Actually, Citrine is one of my favorite crystals. Ha, see? There was a reason. <laughs> yeah. um, and Tiger's Iron is different than um, Tiger's Eye. People get them like confused a lot. Tiger's Iron is also known as Jasper hematite and tiger eye is hematite the one you were just saying that you didn't align with uh white howlite white howlite or just or just howlite in general so this it, it has the meaning of like what this card represents and then it has a little excerpt in there and then an affirmation so this card represents mental clarity grounding assertiveness vitality and sexual energy The peace and mental clarity you seek can only be found by grounding your abstract spiritual ideas and concepts into your everyday physical life. That is to bring things back to basics and honor the fact that you have been blessed with this physical life. Realize that while you are highly spiritual in nature, it is no mistake that you're here. As has been so eloquently said by several of our world's greatest teachers, We are spiritual beings having a human experience, and as such, you're being urged to honor your humanity. A tiger iron crystal will help ground you and revitalize your sexual energy. Both of these qualities are needed in order to be an effective force on earth and to live a fulfilling and inspired life. Remember that spirit is not in the clouds. It is here right in the thick of things that the beauty, majesty, and power of spirit are experienced. You do not have to run away from the world in order to find peace because the true peace (laughs) that you seek is inside of you. The true spiritual master is one who is able to find peace among the turmoil. And then your affirmation is, I may not have the power to change the world, but I have the power to change my perception of it. Very, very interesting. Does that correlate for you on some like personal level? Oh, absolutely. You had me at, you had me at the part of you don't have to isolate yourself from the world. <laughs> Ooh, I immediately that's I a, think that's of something card. that's that's something that I've always struggled with is like I I tend to always struggle with my problems like privately. Mm. So, you know, so anytime I have like a little 
any little something going on, I'm like, shut down and that's it. And then I'm like, all right, so where's that going to get me? You know? Yep. So I definitely resonate with that. I also think too that you should, I mean, there's a duality in it, right? Where when you shut down and you internalize, you have moments like you did where in the beginning of the podcast, you said that you didn't used to be super positive about things. You used to be really negative and you had to change that perception and your quiet hermit moments help you to do that shadow work. Yeah. I just want you to be proud of yourself, regardless of how yeah. you're doing your things, either out loud or in your head. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Thank you. You're <laughs> I, 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 I am proud of myself. Okay. Good. Um, your next card is the one that you connected with at the very beginning, which is citrine, which represents wealth, creativity, abundance, and healing. So hello, prosperity. Yeah, for real. Um, your financial concerns will soon begin to dissolve as a steady stream of abundance starts to flow into many areas of your life. I specifically see your shop. Um, this is not abundance solely on a monetary level, but abundance also of creativity and healing, which I want to tie into what you had just said. You were just talking about how nice it is um, to be doing things that like you're passionate about, to be making the products you're passionate about. Yeah. You are being asked to let go of any fear and guilt that you may be holding on to in regard to your wealth and prosperity. Be thankful for the abundance that you're about to receive. Honor it and put it in use in ways that nurture and replenish your spirit. You deserve to be and to have all of your heart's desires. Lovingly recognize the abundance you eternally hold within your heart and you'll manifest abundance through all that you think, say, and do. Um. So as I read that, I specifically want to say that um, I'm seeing that you're going to get a lot of, as you, as your page grows and as your business grows, I think that you're going to start getting a lot of like, oh, well, you're profiting off of giving those items or whatever, as if everybody doesn't like need money to survive right now. Um, And I would just say that people are going to be getting their products from somewhere anyways. And don't let that bother you because of the, the way that you're sourcing the products that you're doing, the intentions that you're putting into everything. It's a very, very unique energy and you have a specific purpose for that. So I wouldn't let any, if you start getting comments, I wouldn't even let it bother you. I would just be like, Oh, and I created this now too. keep the haters away. (laughs) Very interesting. Very interesting. Because, you know, there's, there's people that talk about, like, ethically sourced crystals. I personally don't believe that there's such thing as an ethically sourced crystal. How do you so, ethically source a crystal? You're ripping something out of the earth. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So then, so I had always feared that I would get the, you know, the comment that says, like, you know, you're not using ethically sourced crystals and you're not doing this. But I personally, these crystals came from another country from workers that I have the most positive intentions for. Like I do genuinely hope that they were well-respected and amazingly treated workers. But a lot of these shops that say they sell ethically sourced crystals realistically have no idea where they came from. Well, I mean, unless they're purposefully themselves going out and going getting to, the going crystals to get them. and like thanking Earth <laughs> for her sacrifice. You know what I mean? I, I yeah, exactly. Understand. 
<laughs> the, but yeah, I've had a I've had a pretty pretty positive feedback. Um, I get the question every once in a while about white sage. You know, you're not supposed to use white sage in most practices. Um, so I actually knew that right off the bat. So I'm still learning about things that are either part of a closed practice and stuff like that. So I actually really greatly appreciate when people educate me. So thankfully, anything that any comments that I've gotten were educational comments. I love that. Um, I actually didn't know about White Sage until I started the podcast and someone educated me on it. And I remember my first reaction was like, that doesn't make any sense because I it doesn't make any sense because it's being forced on you by every single shop that you've probably ever been to. Exactly. And so once I, you know, I I was just in the moment, like, what are you talking about? And I I probably did the exact same thing. (laughs) I had to come back the next episode and be like, yo, I educated myself. My bad. I won't use it. (laughs) But all of my local shops only have um, bundles that are white sage based. Yeah. So we had did a lot of research to find uh, places that made bundles that didn't include white sage. So we actually have, we actually get these from a small family in California uh, that grows them and makes them themselves. So we try to buy everything, like all of our essential oils and all of our herbs come from Salem, Massachusetts. So we try to support all of our, let me cut this off real quick. Have you been to Salem before? No, I want to so bad. You haven't. No, it's on my list. You know what? I have never left the West Coast. Oh, okay. So I have, um, I'm in Idaho now. I've gone to Montana and I've never been, I guess I went to Missouri once for like a day, but that's it. (laughs) Yeah. um, I kind of fell out of love with New York. So I'm definitely not going to sit here and preach that you need to see New York, but it's an experience, everybody. It's an experience everybody should have at some point, but the only place I'm going to beg you to go is to Salem, Massachusetts. I'm going to beg my fucking self. And I don't belong (laughs) in New York because I'm social on the podcast, but I have severe social anxiety in person. And the thought of people bumping into me on the street makes me physically ill. Yeah. They're like (laughs) crazy people. I, I live on Long Island, so I live about 45 minutes from the city. So I live in more of like a homey neighborhood instead of in a, a high-rise apartment building. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I thankfully don't have to deal with the shoulder-to-shoulder traffic walking to work every single day. Um, I don't know why when you I was... said homey, I thought of like fist bump homey, but you mean like it's got like a chill <laughs> homey vibe. Never mind. Yeah, like neighborhoods, like you have to have a car to get anywhere here. It's like the total opposite of New York City. Huh. Yeah. So, so Salem. Yes, Salem. Um, where was I going with that? You are getting your herbs and things there. Okay. So me and my, a lot of our shops started with Salem, Massachusetts. So I feel like my whole spiritual journey started, and this is going to sound very random, in Williamsburg, Virginia. You know about Williamsburg, Virginia? No, but I was just watching Real Housewives and they're in Williamsburg right now. So tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Williamsburg, Virginia is like an old colonial town from like back in the colonial days. And it's like the only actively working still one still. Um, So you could visit there and you can go around, you can see all the old homes and you could do like ghost tours and things like that. So a lot of my spiritual journey started actually in Williamsburg, Virginia, probably like six or seven years ago. 
And then, so me and my friend had did a ghost tour there. And then, have you ever done a ghost tour? No, <laughs> but again, it's on my bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll have to take you to one because I think I've done every single one on the East Coast at this point. Oh my God. So we had done a ghost tour there. And then we were like, wait, these people might be onto something here, you know? So then it went from Williamsburg, Virginia to Salem, Massachusetts. And then ever since then, probably about 2016, we've gone to Salem, Massachusetts, probably like at least three or four times a year, sometimes more. We've even gone for like, so I live four hours from there. So I thankfully can like drive there if I can squeeze the time in. Um, so we've made like day trips there just because we wanted to go so bad. So we had made a lot of friends there. So I pretty much know everybody who works in all these shops, you know, so I also want to support the small businesses that are there. So I'll go there and we'll bulk buy our herbs and our essential oils and stuff there to use in pretty much all the stuff that we make here. That's amazing. How far away is Salem from you? Um, <clears throat> on a good day, four and a half hours on a bad day, six max. That's not bad. I feel like I'd be yeah, there every weekend. Depends. <laughs> yeah, it depends on what time of day you leave. Like if you leave, if I was to leave at 5 p.m., I'm going to ride on traffic on the Long Island Expressway for a solid two hours before I even get off this island. Oh, the thought of an expressway sounds awful too. <laughs> it, re- it really is. And it used to be a great road, but all of our roads here in New York have just severely gone downhill. I have to get you in touch with my uh, friend, Jack. So he's a bishop and he was actually on the podcast in the past. um, And uh, he runs ghost tours. Like he has a podcast where he does ghost tours with people. And I have been telling him that he needs to do visual. And so he wants to start going and like filming ghost tours and doing them. And I think it would be so cool to connect you guys. He's on the East coast too. Yeah, Absolutely. There's a couple places around here, like, like uh, Kings Park Psych Center. Uh, I live right by that. It's abandoned psychiatric center where they actually perform the first lobotomy ever on a human. No. <laughs> yeah. So I've been going there ever since I was little. So it's definitely a place where you should definitely do some research and history on the ghosts that are there. <laughs> okay. No, I need to. I feel like um, I want to do an East Coast trip so bad. And I keep saying I want to film it for Patreon. And I feel like it would be so dope to all like get together and go and do ghost tours and shit and like have you show us that stuff. That'd be so dope. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sooner rather than later on that one, because they've unfortunately been knocking down one or two buildings. That's part of the psych center every year. So too haunted to handle. What was that? Oh, yeah, pretty much. So there's like kids that go in there, then they'll get drunk and they get lost in the building and it's like, there's a lot of stuff going on there. I wish that everybody just left it alone so that it could stay. But some people, you know, don't really know how to act. So they ruin it. But they've been knocking down a couple buildings every year. Um, but the main building is still there. So you can catch that one. Do they have any building, kind of like... Building mysterious... 93, if you look it up. Building 93. I'm writing it down. <laughs> what was the name of the center again? Uh, Kings Park Psych Center. I know that um, there was this psychiatric institute that 
I want to, I don't know the full story, but I want to say that they started like that they got shut down and the patients didn't have anywhere to go. And so they had basically burrowed into underground tunnels of this place and were like breeding with each other and things. And it was a huge thing on the news in like the eighties. Interesting. So there is actually underground tunnels there. Um, But I'm not too familiar with. I'm not sure if That's it's that one, but I know that the Hidalgo, yeah. I don't know, something Hidalgo, or maybe Hidalgo's his first name, but he was the uh, reporter on it who did the reporting on finding all those people, and it was fucking weird. Interesting. I'm going to have to look that one up. Yes, you are. I wonder where that is, but <laughs> I feel like it's, I want to say that it's on the East Coast. I know that um, I listened to a podcast about it. This is so off topic, but like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I've also been to um, <clears throat> Penhurst Asylum in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. There's Penhurst Asylum in Pennsylvania. There's a lot of insane places around on this side of the world. <laughs> They're like, people losing their <laughs> shit on the East sh- Coast. They, sh- they shipped everybody over here. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I mean, they send a bunch of people to prison because um, I'm in California or I grew up in California near Folsom and they ship tons of people over to Folsom prison from other States. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't think it's like unheard of to have asylums and stuff. Asylums and prisons though. Those are the two places. Hospitals don't even get me as much as asylums and prisons. Cause it's so like deranged mental confusion. Yeah. And also most prisons are like, for-profit prisons where they like actually make money off of the people that are stuck in prison forever which is like kind of messed up that's true they um so my brother-in-law was in prison but he went to prison multiple times um shout out steven um (laughs) (laughs) his wife listens to this so she's gonna laugh um but he was telling us how So something with the prison system here in Idaho, they used to, I don't know how it was set up, but basically the, uh, the guards and everything in this, that system was completely fucked and nobody was monitoring it. And so they used to make money off of like having prisoners fight and all kinds of stuff in there. And so they had to change a bunch of prison laws here in Idaho so that they, so that that basically wasn't allowed and there was checks and balances. Wow. Yeah, they used to be able to, like, beat the inmates and, like, I mean, I'm sure that still happens places all the time, but... Unfortunately, probably. It was just so open, but, I mean, Idaho, you know, you can not have abortions here, but you can walk around with your gun on your hip at the water park. (laughs) Which which, Which never made sense to me because it's, like, this side's fighting for your freedoms but wants to take your freedoms away. They want all of the, they want all of their freedoms, but they don't want you to have any of yours. Yeah, man, I'm always. It like, doesn't really make it, it. doesn't really make sense. Why don't you just mind your business? That's what I. That's where I stand. Mind your fucking business. I don't understand why it's so hard. <laughs> do, do people not realize how much energy it takes to mind somebody else's business and worry about what somebody else is doing? I literally just did a video on this right before we started the podcast and put it on TikTok. <laughs> and was like i know you guys' practice must be boring as shit because you have so much time to focus on everybody else's business i simply do not have the time no you're over here running businesses and taking over the natural <laughs> remedy empire yeah you know it's the goal 
right? Do you <laughs> identify yourself as um, as a witch or anything specifically inside the spirituality community? Um, I consider myself a green tech witch. Ooh, will you elaborate? <clears throat> so I'm definitely a green witch, but I'm also like super techie. So if you've ever seen my TikTok bio, it says witchy and techie. Um, so I'm very much into web design. So if you went on our website, that's my complete design, everything from start to finish, the colors, the logos, the fonts, everything. I do love your so website. I'm, yeah. So I'm very big into electronics design. And if there was a way that I could do witchcraft with my computer, I absolutely would. But that's where the green witch part comes in, I guess. <laughs> that's really fucking cool. Do you use your tech skills for other people or do you keep them to yourself? Uh, I do use my tech skills for other people. So I do some uh, web design and marketing for like some local companies around here. That's what my actual job is. I got I to talk to you outside to... of here. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm always willing to help people as well. Like some people, you know, it is expensive to get help. But when there's other people that are like, I just want to ask you a few questions. I had actually just went over and right after I finished work today, right before I came on to talk to you, I just had like a two hour conversation um, with one of the guys who rents an office a couple doors down from where my shop is and he's running like a clothing business. So he was in a little bit of a rut. So he's been like feeling down the past couple of days. So I went over and I talked to him and all that. And I'm always willing to help people. He was like, I just wanted to pick your brain. And I was like, you can pick my brain and I will also be down here in a heartbeat to help you with anything that you need. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> so absolutely. Anytime. Let me know anything that you need. Yeah, I will. Well, we'll talk outside of here, too, because um, I got to get my hands on some of your products. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <clears throat> how did you how did you figure out that you were specifically a green witch? Is it because you like to heal with herbal medicines? I've always been into the herbs, nature and natural healing. <clears throat> so I don't even like taking really. But so part of my spiritual journey also started like when I stopped taking antidepressants because I was like, I need to find a way to heal myself and fix my brain without these medications yeah. that everybody's always pushing. So that had, that's when my spiritual whole thing started to actually take off. And then, so then I started with herbal healing. Um, so anytime I was sick, Anytime I had any kind of inflammation, sore throat, things like that. And now I'm not going to sit here and say that I know all the properties of every single herb. I'm the first person to open a book. Um, but it's always just intrigued me, like the natural healing that we could do with herbs that people just don't want us to. Yeah. I like the natural healing of marijuana. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and it's also great for, it's also great for smoke cleansing since you already have it lit. Yes. So I have um, smoked cleansed with it. I rent. So I've had to okay. be very selective about where I do it. Um, but if it's yeah. not specifically listed in my lease, I'll do it. <laughs> is, uh, is it legal where you are? It's not legal where I am. Um, but like I said, I grew up in California. So yeah. There was only one place that I rented um, and I rented from my friend and it was specifically, please do not do that in our house. So I was like, I respectfully, I will go outside or stand at the very edge of the garage when it's snowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you'd be very pleased to know that 
weed's been legal in Massachusetts, recreational and medicinal for a couple of years already. Listen, I belong on the East Coast. I Yeah, you belong in, you belong on the East Coast and you belong in Salem, Massachusetts. Salem, Massachusetts is just the bomb. I talk about it because I'm trying to manifest myself moving there like as soon as possible. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm totally going to put that energy out into the atmosphere. I <laughs> yeah. there's a satanic temple in Salem. I went to the satanic temple. Oh my god, there's somebody that works oh, there that it was I was amazing. Oh, do you, it was amazing? It was amazing. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely an experience. Um but it was it was definitely up my alley, so I really enjoyed it. And I actually want to go back because this is going to sound so random, but do you remember the Lil Nas X blood, the, like the devil yes. shoes? Yes. So they got, they got a pair of those. <sighs> yeah. So they have those there. So I wanted to go and see them. And I'm also just looking for an excuse to go there again. <laughs> I want to go. I, um, so I didn't know that the satanic temple was in Salem until it got vandalized. Yeah, it's, it hasn't been there for long. I think it's only been there maybe a max, like, two years. So it's still, okay, because I'm like, I don't really remember that um, being there. <clears throat> but it got vandalized, which I think is just complete bullshit. But then I feel like they really hyped up the marketing on it after that. And we're like, oh, okay, well, you're going to try and knock it down like this. We're just going to bring awareness with that energy and have more people come here. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There you go. You always got to <laughs> turn it into always got to turn it into something positive. For real. And it's really cool. It's like an old house almost and you like walk through room to room and each room has like a theme. And I think it would be so interesting to go there and feel all the energy that's gone on there because I don't believe I did a whole segment on Salem witch trials on my Patreon. Okay. With a guest and who's like very knowledgeable on the witch trials. And I just feel like the energy would be so fucking nuts because they weren't actually, I don't believe they were actual witches. And I just think the innocent people have so much tragedy there. Uh, yeah, I would agree. <clears throat> Do you feel like the do you feel like the energy there's like super uplifting or do you kind of feel like it's a little dreary? I personally find it super uplifting. I don't know what it is about the town, but the history, all the shops, everything just being there just genuinely just makes me so happy. And that's one of the reasons why I'm like fighting so hard to move to Salem, Massachusetts because realistically, it's not any cheaper than New York. So it's so that's not the excuse. So I'm just physically being pulled there for a reason. Okay. Well, I wrote down um, on the uh, your you have a page in my um, shadow book right now where I'm like writing down things, <laughs> and I put Salem, Massachusetts inside your quotations, and I'm gonna talk to you because I am a just boss at finding cheap rentals and things, and like finding connections it's my gift and i swear to god <laughs> I love that. i'm gonna make it happen <clears throat> i absolutely love it i always say i feel like one of my gifts is i call myself a connector or like a bridge and i feel like my gift is being able to connect people with resources for themselves whether it be a shop that aligns with them or a reader that aligns with them or get you to where the fuck you need to be that's absolutely amazing 
<laughs> are you do you do readings and stuff for people or do you just share your gift of green witchery i don't do readings or anything so i mean you know all about those fake instagrams and fake tiktoks and everything that pop yep. up about literally everybody now so i was getting those by the time i hit like five thousand tiktok followers and i was like what the heck is going on here because i've never once talked about readings i've never once offered a reading i've never even mentioned tarot cards in my life and <clears throat> now i'm getting messages from my aunt that i haven't spoken to and who even knows how long asking me if I was just trying to offer her a reading. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? So no, I don't offer readings or anything like that. Yeah. I do. I do occasionally like I'll pull some cards for myself, but that's about the extent of it. First of all, as you should, you should pull cards for yourself. <laughs> and second, that's why I asked because um, I, I, I think it's really important to be able to identify you apart from the scammers. And that's a huge way. Uh, no readings people. So don't reach out for that. Everything that you have yeah. is on your shop, right? Yes. <clears throat> Sorry. I was drinking. That's okay. um, everything. Everything that me and my friends sell is in our shop and that's it period. So if you can't go on there and you can't book a reading, I don't offer that. Where can people go on social media to find you? What platforms are you on? Uh, it's actually, I'm mostly on TikTok now. I don't really post on my Instagram or anything. Uh, so my TikTok is Travis Beck 10. Um, my Instagram where you can find me. It's easier to message people on Instagram. So if anybody wanted to reach out with any questions or anything, um, Instagram is a place to go because you can't message anybody on TikTok unless you both follow each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So my Instagram is at Travis Beck. So Instagram and TikTok are really the only two that I use. And then you have your website linked in your link tree, right? <clears throat> yes. Did you, did you look at my link tree? So you know how TikTok doesn't like link tree? Yes. So I had actually made these little mobile websites for me and my friends. So that's why it looks like a link tree, but it's actually my own self-hosted mini website so that I could put any links that I wanted and not get it banned. I didn't know that they have a problem with things <laughs> in the link. I have a link tree on there. They have a problem with just anything on there. Yeah, there was there was a time when like people were people's whole accounts were being shadow banned because of link tree. I also found out that sometimes even well, TikTok just doesn't like when you direct people off of their platform, period. True. So I was getting messages of people saying that they can't see my link they can't see my link where's my link but i can see it on my profile and then if i would log out and like log into the witch's pharmacy profile i would see it but then i would have my friend go on and they wouldn't see it so it's all like a guessing game so i had just stayed away from linktree period because i wanted to run into as little problems as possible I'm going to have you help me with that probably because, or I'll help myself, but I'll ask you questions because um, <laughs> I, I feel like my profile has been severely shadow banned. Like, how do you have over 47,000 followers and they're saying only 200 people have watched your video? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's when you, that's when you got to like really take a look, look at your analytics and your statistics and things like that and be like, okay, so when did this start? What did I do at that point differently? You know, you, you use one hashtag different than you normally use and you don't get abused for four days. 
So <laughs> you definitely got to take a look and figure it out. But it, I think it does have a lot to do with links. I also found that if I comment back to somebody and I say, I made a video on that, it's on my profile because I said on my profile or in my bio, they can't see that comment. So it's like hidden. You'll see it and you'll think it's posted, but this person thinks that you just never responded to them. Oh my gosh, what the fuck? Yeah, so do you have a secondary TikTok account or you just have your main one? No, I have a secondary. So I have Coven of Rejects and basically my goal was to just get it to at least a thousand so that if something happens because I'm so fucking controversial. Um, so, you could, so you could put a link in the bio, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. They don't want you to. They don't want you to talk about your own products, and they don't want you to link anybody off of your your TikTok profile. But you know what? I'm here to fight this algorithm, and I'm going to use it to my advantage. Witchy and techie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I really appreciate um, everything that we've gotten to talk about. I would love, I think, to do something in the future on Patreon together regarding your green witchery. Um, Absolutely. And maybe educating um, people a little bit on things. Uh, I just, like I said, I just love the entire energy. And I, as somebody who, so I have a, a rare brain disease and there's not a cure for it and I've been put on yeah I've been put on multiple medications I don't like the way any of them make me feel so I handle everything for myself um I almost said telepathically oh my god um holistically (laughs) homeopathically holistically holistically. (laughs) Uh, and it's hard for me to find products that I really align with uh I'm big on like I you might have a wonderful project or product but if you have a weird energy I'm not getting in that funky shit oh absolutely so I, I've got to get some stuff uh, from you to try out because I just, I don't believe in taking medication and so I won't do it. Yeah, I 100% agree. I'd love to learn a little more about what, what you got going on and check out a bunch of my books. I have a lot of great books. Um, so I would love to check out my books and see what we can come up with that could potentially help or heal you permanently. Oh. I just, I just love you. Okay. I'll text (laughs) you outside of this. Um, I just want to thank you so much for your time, taking the time to talk with me. And I look forward to talking more in the future. Of course. I appreciate it very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. It was nice to uh, chat. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll talk later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.